One of the biggest things I hope you take away from this podcast is your creativity is not on accident. It was given to you on purpose, for a purpose, by God. If you still think your creativity and your spirituality live in two separate boxes, this episode is for you. It's time to unpack the box that you have put yourself in and explore your creativity through your identity in Christ. Hey friends, welcome to the Inspired to Write podcast. My name is Olivia Rome. I'm a writer who loves Jesus, a dog mom, a story development nerd, and I have a huge passion for all things creative. I know you have a story on your heart that you're dying to tell. There is something unique inside of you that God is trying to call out through your creativity. But you get caught up in the details of, how do I write a good story? How do I make my characters come to life on the page? Does my book truly matter? You find yourself stuck writing chapter one over and over, burned out, discouraged, and on the brink of quitting. I made this podcast because I believe in your story. I want to encourage you through scripture and help you develop your craft, grow spiritually, and create the creator in mind. If you are ready to make an impact through your book that will honor God no matter what market you choose to write for, then grab a notebook and some coffee and let's get inspired to write. Hey everybody and welcome to today's episode. As always, I am so excited that you're here and it feels so great to be behind the microphone talking with y'all today. I am so excited for today's episode because when coming up with content for this week, something just kept sticking in my brain and in my heart. So I really think there's something special in this today and I can't wait to dive in. But before we do, I just wanted to take a second and thank everybody who left a review over on Apple podcast. I was so fortunate to see your reviews and to read them and I appreciate them so much. And I just want to take the time to share one with y'all today. So this one is from inspired songwriter and they said, so encouraging faith-filled, encouraging podcast. Olivia's compassionate, creative advice is sure to inspire writers at any stage in the process. She's like the angel on your shoulder cheering you on. Love it. That's so sweet. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I definitely want to be the one to encourage you and support you in your journey. So I appreciate that. And don't forget, if you haven't left a review, to go over on Apple Podcasts and leave a written review and yours just might be featured in the show. But I've kept you waiting long enough. Without further ado, let's dive in to today's episode. Today, we're talking all about how your creativity was meant to be in partnership with God and how this is a beautiful and freeing thing once you realize your uniqueness was never a crutch, but a gift given to you by God to connect with him and connect others to him. And usually I have some sort of structure in my episode, but I think I'm just going to keep things really raw and real today and tell you how I feel and what's on my heart and hope it goes somewhere. (laughs) But when I was thinking about the next episode to make in the podcast, I kept being drawn to a journal entry I created when I was still learning to hear from God and to really connect with him through scripture and the Bible specifically, because if I'm being honest, let's just address an elephant in the room. Let's just address a thought either you have or you're too afraid to have somewhere in the back of your head. And that thought is the Bible is really boring. Yikes. I used to believe this too. 
And honestly, it was just a sign that I have not genuinely heard the voice of God yet because it was the voice of God that made the words on the page come to life for me. And a good indicator that you are still waiting on God to reveal his voice to you is if the Bible seems flat, boring, and like homework to dive into. And it will seem like that at times, and the discipline to keep in the word anyway is very important, but truly, I personally don't think that's how it's meant to be when we are in relationship with God and not just in a religious practice. The discipline is good, don't hear me wrong, but it doesn't mean anything if you're not in relationship with God. But what does it actually mean to be in relationship with God? I remember growing up in church, um, loving God, following his rules, following the scriptures, but truly having no idea what it meant when people said, I have a personal relationship with God. Like I genuinely thought that meant that they read their Bible a lot and they prayed really well and they checked off all these Christian boxes and they did it consistently and, you know, they were just the good Christian person, whatever that even is. Jesus was just a historical figure to me. The Father was the one that would punish you and throw lightning bolts if you did anything wrong. And then the Holy Spirit was just that third one that we didn't really talk about a lot. <laughs> if you can relate to what I'm saying, this is a sign that you probably have not yet heard the voice of God. His presence has not yet been made known to you. And I say yet intentionally because you will hear from him. If you seek, you will find. But if you have not yet heard from God, it makes sense why you might put your creativity in a separate box from your spiritual life. Chances are you were so caught up in very restrictive religious rules of what your relationship with God should look like. It should you know, follow this exact pattern of quiet time, this exact pattern of worship, this exact pattern of corporate worship. And if there's one thing I know about my creativity is that it does not follow a pattern. So you have two, almost like two people within you in conflict with one another because you have this very creative spirit that was meant to explore and live in freedom and uniqueness and quirkiness and that doesn't always mesh well with this idea of some sort of rigid god who just wants to throw lightning bolts at you if you're not the quote-unquote perfect christian so if you find yourself putting your creativity and god into these boxes chances are it directly relates to how you relate with god do you see him as a big giant list of rules that you need to follow? Or do you see him as a friend? A friend who just wants what's best for you and isn't waiting for you to check off boxes and in fact is ready and waiting to extend grace if you're unable to check those boxes and instead just wants to hang out with you 
okay, well, that's awesome and great in theory, but I still have no idea what you're talking about. How can you have a relationship with something you cannot see with your eyes? I get your frustration because I lived there for a while as a devoted Christian, mind you, as somebody who would turn around to the next person and be like, I love God. You should follow him too. I still had no idea, no idea what people were talking about when they would say they had a personal relationship with God. So let me try to demystify it for you as best as I can. Let's look at a relationship in the physical so that we have something tactical to look at. Because I often find that God intentionally placed things in the physical to mirror the spiritual to help us understand them better. So when you are, think about your relationships just in your life. If you are sitting on your couch and you look out your living room window and you see some random stranger walking their dog, do you have a relationship with that person? No, you have no idea who they are. You just saw them walking their dog. Maybe you see them every single day walking their dog, but you do not have an actual relationship with that person. What do you need to do if you want to become friends with that person? You need to get to know who they are. And I believe that so many people are misguided on the character of God, and that is why We are not seeing him in our life because we don't actually know him. How can we fix this problem? Well, there are infinite ways to address this question, and I would love to dive into all of them, but I'm going to go back to the journal entry that I was alluding to at the beginning of the episode. In this journal entry, um, I was still learning how to hear from God. The concept was still pretty new to me, but once the presence of God has been made known to you, it is made known to you. Like it is, There is no mistaking it. And so I was still trying to learn this idea of hearing from God and what I was experiencing and putting the pieces together. And doing so through reading scripture. Um, And so I'm hoping that this will help you if you're still trying to wrap your head around the idea of hearing from God through scripture. Um, I'm hoping this will help you out. I'm hoping this will um, somehow make it clearer for you. So when outlining what I personally do when I sit down to read my Bible and I'm just sitting there like, okay, now what? (laughs) The first thing I do is I pray to the Holy Spirit and I ask him to highlight scriptures for me. I take a moment to recognize the Bible is a living, breathing gift from God. It is not just a book. The Bible is the voice of God and it's how he speaks. He, the voice of God will never contradict his word. We'll start there. The voice of God will never contradict his word. And then um, I simply pick a place to read in the Bible and then I read it. For me, when I was starting out, I started out in the Psalms because I heard somebody somewhere say that the songwriters turn to Psalms and I always thought I would want to be a songwriter. And so I was like, why not? And, you know, that was the infinite wisdom that I used to pick the book of the Bible in which I would read. (laughs) So you don't need to have the perfect book picked out. It's all pretty good. Just dive in there somewhere. Start with Psalms like I did. I don't know. (laughs) But 
And then when I go through it, I simply, simply just read it. And when I come across something beautiful, something that connects to my heart, like poetry, I highlight it and I write it down in a notebook. And I may not know why it hit a special chord with me or what it has to do with my situation, but I write it down without trying to figure out exactly how it's speaking to me or how it's going to help me. The highlighted poetry verses are very subtle. They require me to be tuned into the moment. They require me to not only lean into God, but to my heart, to listen to what's going on in there and quickly record it on paper so I can keep my flow in the word. God works in the heart, speaks to the heart, and he has created the heart to listen and connect with him in unique ways. When I'm finished reading, turning the page, sorry. I take a moment to let it sink in. Then I look at what I've written and press in. I meditate on that verse until I'm able to interpret what God is trying to say. I lean in until I can better understand why it was highlighted. It helps when you let go of whatever you're praying for or the situation you are worried about. Let God say what he wants. If he happens to say something about your situation, let it catch you by surprise. Otherwise, let the God beyond what we can ask or imagine, the God whose thoughts and ways are higher than yours, say whatever random thing he wants. Even if it makes no sense, let him build on what he is speaking. Give him time, even if it's years. Trust what you're hearing. Trust God. Give him the space to work in you. I am no stranger to the frustrations that come for every Bible reader at some point. It's maddening when you are putting yourself out there, doing your best, digging into the word, but you hear nothing. Time and time again, you feel like you get nothing, but it will come. Keep seeking. God's word will not return void. God is developing you each time you reach out to him. When you sit down and you do all the steps above and you feel like nothing has spoken to you, write down in your notebook, it will come. Write a prayer asking God to connect you to his word and make himself known to you. It will happen. It will come. Trust what you've read. Trust that you did enough. Dang. Maybe I just needed to go back and reread that journal entry because, wow, trust that you did enough. That's such a big one for me. Well, I said I was going to keep it raw and real with you guys, and I really meant it because even though this has been in my head for a month to share with y'all, I did not read this journal entry until just now when I was sharing it with you. Hearing from God is such a big topic and there's so many nuances and there's so many, there's just so much to talk about Um, and there's so much debated about and sometimes talking about such a big topic can make me feel so small, but I really hope there was something in this episode that you could take and use it to just walk a little deeper in your faith today. Um... I want to challenge you and stretch you to get in your Bible every single day and pray with the knowledge that God is a living and active presence in your everyday life and pray into that for him to reveal himself to you 
and keep on doing it until you hear from him because it will be undeniable. And until you hear that undeniable voice of God, I want you to keep meeting faithfully with him and writing. It will come. It will come. It will come because it will come and it will change your life. And if you've never heard from God before, I realize I'm asking a lot of you. I realize I'm stretching your faith, your brain, your heart, everything in you. But I promise, I promise, I promise it'll be so worth it to hear from God and realize how freeing God actually is to get to know who he is and not who other people have told you that he is. Getting to know him for yourself will be a game changer in your life and in your creativity because once you start connecting with God personally, he can start revealing to you who he has created you to be and that space to be still and listen and connect with the creator of the world is so enriching to your creativity. Creativity in general just needs space to think and to brew and to meditate and to con- like just get those ideas flowing in you. And that restful place that stirs up creativity, meeting with the restful place that you hear the Lord from, it's just incredible. And I really want you to stop hearing from me about it and start hearing from God about it because I swear I might be a little crazy, but I'm I'm telling the truth on this. It's going to be worth the effort. So I'm going to challenge you and I'm going to push you and I'm going to ask you to full send on this, friends. Full send. See, that was Summer agreeing. Did you hear in the background? She said, yup. Anyway, so this episode got really long. Thanks for hanging in with me if you're still here. Uh, I appreciate you so much. And don't forget to leave a five-star written review over on Apple Podcasts so that your review can be featured on the show. And it's just a great way for me to know that you guys are enjoying the show and enjoying the content. I'm making this for you. So I really want to know if I'm making the content you want to hear. So I would love your feedback. Anyway, thanks again for joining me and take some time to spend with God today. Trust me, friends, you won't regret it. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If this podcast is helping you or encouraging you in any way, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts to help this show grow. And don't forget to subscribe and share this show with a friend or somebody who you know needs to be inspired to write.